Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Bursting the Bubble podcast. My name is Pramit, joined by Andy, Ishis, and rejoined by Rohit, back from the Himalayas. Welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back. I was without Um, sports for uh, about a week and it was was rough, man. But I was able to get back on Sunday and catch these football games. Football games, yes indeed. The week one of our NFL season is almost done. We're just waiting on the titans and the broncos to finish up but pretty much everybody else has played uh so we're just gonna go through every single game talk about what we thought was interesting in some of them uh bring out some fantasy standouts from each game and uh have a great time talking about football because football is back i just think it's unbelievable that no one has tested positive for corona like i i read a stat like everyone all the coaches all the staff all the players they all tested negative before i feel like the nfl won. is like Either they're hiding, hiding some it or something, dude. <laughs> or I don't that's, know. That's there might so be some faking, but yeah, that is yeah. so impressive. Thank you. No, I mean, when money's on the line, dude. When money's on the line, they're gonna make sure that the game's at them. Daniel House didn't think so. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, that's oh. an NBA episode. Sorry, sorry, sorry. They have enough money to make sure that you know things are in check with those wristbands that like see whoever's within six feet and stuff like that. So yeah, I think it's cool. Okay. Yeah, what I mean, we would see time and time again. Money always talks, so. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I thought, what was your guys' experience with the uh, no-fans games? Uh, I didn't notice it at all, honestly. Like, the first game, because the the uh, the first game that I watched was the Texans-Chiefs. I saw it, and then, like, I didn't really notice. The, the no fans. Yeah, I think I think they did good. They did a good job, like pumping in artificial noise. I think one of the announcers was saying like they they simulated noise based on the stadium that it was playing on and based on the situation. Yeah, that's pretty so cool. like. Uh, that's so cool. I, I think it was actually the Bills Jets game. Like uh, Josh Allen converted a fourth and one, and then this crowd noise that they pumped in was pretty similar to a fourth and one from last year that Josh Allen converted. So I, I think that was pretty interesting. So good, pretty good cool. part on the NFL. Good on. That I don't know, NFL. man. I was watching the Pats game, and that crowd noise was pretty clearly fake. And I, I, I think uh, Romo was making fun of it too, because that's how Romo is as a commentator. But it was it was pretty funny. Like, I feel like as a fan, you just got to put it out of your mind and just yeah. absorb it as part of the game. You know, because yeah. like the, even in the regular shots, right? You don't really see the the, the yeah, game. exactly. I did yeah. appreciate the new camera angles. I feel like there's a lot more camera angles they're showing this year, like behind the line of scrimmage and stuff like that. I always like yeah. to see that. That's cool. You can see like the quarterback windows mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, for the yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, I don't care, dude. As long as we get football, you can have <laughs> fake fans. You can have no fans. It's what Niners had cardboard cutouts. You yes. could pay two hundred dollars to get yourself in there. I did. My God, they they got to get the revenue sure. somehow. Yeah. All right, let's start talking about these games. We'll start off with the first game, the season opener. We had the Texans and the Chiefs. The Chiefs won that game, thirty-four to twenty. Uh, in terms of fantasy, I feel like everybody kind of performed how you want them to. Uh, both quarterbacks had a great game. Clyde Edwards-Alaire had an excellent game, first game of the NFL. Uh, Will Fuller had a really good game, too, for someone who wasn't really drafted super highly. Uh, and Sammy Watkins, of course, first game of the season, he has to show out. <laughs> so uh, he did. David Johnson, dude. I was David shocked. David Johnson. Yeah, excellent. So let's actually, yeah, let's, let's talk about um, some of the storylines within that game. I feel like the running backs were a huge story in that. Like, David Johnson looked so good. He looked like... Uh, he had like the 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 jump cuts and the the burst speed that the 2016 David Johnson. I mean, I don't know if it was that good, but it wasn't like what we've been seeing from him before. No, I mean, when this guy's healthy, he's not a terrible running back. He's always no, he's a he's pack. a great running back when he's healthy, dude. 
Yeah, but I don't think he was on the. He's ever going to be on the level that he was in 2016. But and when he's on the field, he'll be a solid production um, every every week that he's out there. So yeah, I mean, the, my biggest takeaway from this game was like, wow, the Chiefs are just so much better <laughs> than than the Texans and like everyone else. Patrick Mahomes is just every time you watch him, you, it's just so clear cut that he's the best player in the league. Like, it's not they didn't have to do anything. Like they yeah, that's. Still, a- yeah, dude, I, I felt like they were just like just cruise control the entire game, and, See, and they, they can do this against like out. like eighty percent of the league too. That's how be- much better they are. Like yeah, they're stacked yeah. up and down, and they just added my new favorite player in Clyde Edwards Hilaire, <laughs> my, my fantasy number one overall draft pick. I was nervous, not gonna lie, because you never know, especially with the a team like the Chiefs, where there's so many different players that can score touchdowns. Uh, I didn't know if he would get the volume, but I saw that he got like twenty five percent of all. Um, all all touches and sixty five percent snap share, which is really good numbers for uh, for a running back. Uh, he was actually the only running back to surpass a hundred rushing yards this uh, this week. Wait, no, that's really? not what. Yeah, that's no, that's no. true. The only no, running back, dude, Benny Snell. Oh, Wait, Benny I, Snell. My bad. Sorry, Benny uh, Snell. Got Kyler Kyler Murray, I thought also got a hundred. No, no, he lose it on running back. Oh, he's running a quarterback. Back. quarterback. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, all right. Wow. Okay, that's uh, really that's, cool. That's pretty good. Yeah, 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 he looks really good. They haven't. Even, they they try to shove him into the goal line. He's not a great goal line back because he's five seven, but I'm not worried. I think he's gonna. Things. I think this is pretty consistent. Yeah. But the Chiefs so, as a whole, they're gangsters, man. They're good. Yeah. The Chiefs, honestly, like, um, the vibes I was getting from this game was I felt like it was kind of like a practice match, like a practice scrimmage to them. Honestly. Yeah. Like they were just like chilling, you know, like getting you know ten yard dump downs, you know, fifteen yard dump downs, and just moving up the field with ease. Yeah. Um, so and easy, with Cl- man. Yeah, with Clyde Edwards Alaire now, like before it was mostly just a passing attack, but now they have simply a running game and an excellent passing game. So they like, have a good game. running back, a, a good cutter, a guy who who can get you like five yards uh reliably without Mahomes having to do anything. And it, it's just another dimension. Like yeah. the Chiefs somehow got better, man. Yeah, it's it's it felt like he um, Mahomes was just like a game manager. This week, he didn't do anything spectacular, and he didn't need to, and they still won so handily. Yeah, I think part of that is also Bill O'Brien being a bad coach, as as we've kind of talked about in the past. Um, <clears throat> DeAndre Hopkins. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, like um, like JJ Watt. I, I feel like he didn't make any impact at all, and that, that's because they were putting JJ Watt like next to Mitchell Schwartz, and Mitchell Schwartz is one of the better left tackles in the league. Why would you put him there when you have other? other like guards tackles you can put him on on top of so um yeah they they need to make adjustment if if they want to win yeah i feel like they made really good adjustments at the goal line um which is why no, it had such a I bad think, i thought that was just a function of you know the, everyone knows they're gonna run yeah, everyone in, knows you're running at also, that point. like edwards hilarious five seven yeah i i think that the the success of um or rather the lack of success that the chiefs had at the goal line was because uh they just kind of telegraphed that they were handing the ball off and the defensive line was able to make a play there. Uh, but yeah, Andy, your point about like it's sucking um, like the rest of the game, I think it's the reason why he had such a huge game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, it's, it's just scary to see these chiefs. I, I still think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Um, hopefully yeah, we looking, get to a Super looking Bowl. Looking at this week <laughs> one, like, oh my God. Yeah. They look so good. <laughs> they look so good. Yeah, and you could kind of tell just looking at this game. 
uh sorry uh sorry Ruth, but uh you can tell by looking at this game that they weren't even going like full throttle at yeah, all that's what that's kind like, of like, we, yeah we kind of mentioned yeah. before it's like cruise control like if they want to flip that like next year they can but there i don't think there's a need to do it in the regular like season the warriors <laughs> if the warriors cruise yeah, exactly. through a 70 what 82 game season these guys cruise through a 16 game regular season yeah yeah oh man yeah yeah, I don't I think don't Patrick think. threw the ball like past twenty yards or the entire game. Well, you're on a first name. Just had that one, that, that <laughs> one touchdown or that one touchdown that was called back to. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was Meikle, but no, like yeah, Demarcus. Yeah. You're fifteenth. You're fourteenth. My fourteenth round pick. Yes. Yeah. Well, last year. Yeah. All right, I say we let's move on to another game. Yeah. Oh, just one final thing. It's not going to get any easier for the Texans. They literally go from the Chiefs to the Ravens. That's so yeah. that's so messed up, dude. Hey, Man. that's some good games, though. I feel like the Texans are always playing good games, which is fun. Yeah, it's because Deshaun Watson, dude. Yeah, He's always fun to watch. All right, let's move on to the Eagles and the newly named Washington football team. Uh, some fantasy highlights from this game were Peyton Barber, who had two touchdowns to nobody's nobody's prediction. Uh, Dallas Goddard had over 100 yards and a touchdown, so that's really good from a tight end. And uh, <laughs> the Washington defense put up some huge numbers. Uh, that was probably the main reason that they actually won this game 27-17. to 17. Uh, That was a say, huge surprise to me. I'm not going to say I told you so, but I told you so. Yeah, that <laughs> defense, li- man. If you guys go back and listen to our NFC East preview, I literally said this defense has the makings of what the Niners did last year. And, like, yeah, this is... This is for real. Eight sacks. They had like two picks. Two picks. Yeah. Like, I think a special teams fumble recovery and two forced fumbles. Like even when your offense, you got a young quarterback. You got like you know it's a new season. Uh, but like the Eagles are the perfect matchup for them. The Eagles had three starting offensive linemen out for injury, so they're they're had that forty percent strength, and that's just too easy. You have Chase Young, who's what twenty one and like an athletic marvel, going against thirty eight year old Jason Peters at left tackle that's just wraps from day one right so like oh he, peter's moved to left tackle yeah he moved back to left tackle left. yeah so uh okay okay so i mean i'm not even yeah i i guess carson winston played great but like this it's tough the, the line no, I, I think so it was really the offensive line was getting yeah. shredded and that's also like i also will say that it's due to the defensive line of the football team being like really really good so yeah, th- this defense is legit. Definitely, I, I but agree. Carson Wentz did yeah. have like two ugly picks. Like he threw out yeah. routes, no, no, no. underthrown, yeah, yeah. late side. Uh, that's no good. You can't do that, especially if this yeah. is a team that. Has- and he was holding the ball too long. I, I felt like um, he just wasn't processing the field as fast as he did, uh, as fast as he usually does. So, so that's something to look out for. Maybe he was just panicking a little because he's never seen the football team get into. Uh, <laughs> never yeah. seen Chase Young, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's gotta be. He had one and a half sacks, right, in his debut. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I felt like this was just a week one kind of him, like the team get needing to get in the hang of things. Because I mean, at one point they were up seventeen to zero. So this doesn't mean you the think, Washington. You think sorry, it's like what? the Bucks that one year with Fitz Magic, where they just went crazy against the Saints week one, and then crazy again the next week, and, and then life comes back to normal. Like okay. um, I think I, I, the, I Eagles, see that. the Eagles will improve on their things, and I mean. It's like the Washington football team just annihilated them. I think they just kind of crumbled towards the end and just choked it in the end. So I think it's just a freak one-week incident. 
Yeah, I mean, it's week one. You always see variants. But, hey, uh, the football team should enjoy their uh, their lead at the top of the yeah. NFC East. The I one mean, team that is 1-0 in the NFC East as of right now. It's a, it's always a crapshoot over there. So, who knows? It might actually hold. That'd be pretty fun. Uh, all right, let's move on to our next game. We got the Dolphins and the Patriots. The Patriots took this one 21 to 11. Very happy to see that. Uh, I thought some the fantasy. final score. Sorry, I, I thought the final yeah. score did not do the the Dolphins oh, no. justice. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, go uh, ahead. Yeah, fantasy standouts from this game were Cam Newton. He had two rushing touchdowns on the day, which I'm not used to seeing my team's quarterback actually run the ball, which was pretty fun to watch. Uh, Julian Edelman had a solid day as always, and the Pats defense came out with three interceptions. Uh, this kind of points to that whole dominance that doesn't really be doesn't really uh, show on the scoreboard. But this Pats defense was very solid in getting turnovers, um, basically doing exactly what you'd expect them to do against the Dolphins, led by Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, but Cam Newton is the biggest story here. I think he was really good. Um, not only like obviously his carrying his his running game, he had seventy five yards and two touchdowns, uh, but. Just watching him throw the ball, he only had 155 yards uh, passing, but like he was going through his progressions. He looked super comfortable in the pocket, and he wasn't trying to like force anything really. Um, and his, and more was, importantly, his arm looked healthy. I think. Like, yeah, he and his arm looked that. good. Exactly. Um, so it was it was a good game, definitely. Um, the running backs for the Pats were uh, it was a committee as always, but I thought Sony actually looked better. Um, at the start of the game, he looked pretty good. He kind of tapered off towards the end, but uh, first couple carries, he looked really explosive and, and good. So, I think if everyone in this um, everyone in this backfield can stay healthy, then it'll actually be pretty pretty good to have like a fresh guy running every time. Um, there was a new rookie actually, JJ Taylor. He uh, he had like four carries or something, but he got twenty eight yards off those four carries. So, it might be a name to look at. Uh, in the coming weeks on the Pats. Yeah, I just think the fact that this team, in this offseason, having so much, you know, a new quarterback for the first time in 20 years, and the fact they're still able to come out and do do their job as if business were normal, is just such a testament to being a well-coached team. And uh, it's it's so easy to see which teams in the league are well-coached and well-run, and, like, it's, it's put on display right here. No, like, it would be so hard for another team to do this, but... They just pick up and keep moving. Like Another nothing ever happened. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, I feel like everyone kind of overreacted when Tom Brady left, and they were like, oh, this team's kind of like tanking for Trevor, and this is like they're I mean, kind of yeah, over. They had, they had Stidham there at the time, right? Stidium. Yeah, I uh, understand. But, uh, I mean, you just don't realize how good Bill Belichick is and how well he can manage a team. And, you know, I think these guys are definitely in playoff contention as of right now. So, so Pramit, remember in, in our AFC East breakdown, you mentioned yep. that the – Patriots defense had a bunch of snaps missing in their linebacking yes. core. Yeah. Did you from watching the game? I know it was against the Dolphins, but did you see any drop off from this year and last year that you could tell? So I didn't see much honestly this year. Big, um, mainly, big, I, I thought the biggest uh, problem would come in defending the run, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not going to take any r- much stock in this game because the Dolphins are pat- like handed off to Miles Gaskin the most. Hey, what happened to Dolphins <laughs> running back Matt Breida? My guy Matt Breida. <laughs> Five carries. Yeah. Gordon um, Howard got a touchdown too, I think. Yeah, but he had eight carries for seven yards. <laughs> and a touchdown. <laughs> and a touchdown. Yeah. Hey, that's that's not bad. 
Still got more than Joe Mixon. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, But yeah, I'm not going to take too much stock from this game. Uh, We'll have to see when they they play. Who are they playing next week? Uh, Next week, they are going up against the Seattle Seahawks on Sunday Night Football. Oh my God. I am so excited. I am so excited. Wow. Cam versus. I didn't even um, know that was happening. Is it in New England or. I don't think it matters. It's in Seattle. Yeah. But it Mm. doesn't really matter. That's interesting. Yeah. That's yeah, going to be a great it's game. It's going to be a great game. Wow. So I'll let you I'll, I'll get back to you on that next week. I also feel like you won't really be able to tell next week either. I, I guess Chris Carson. Chris Carson. Really yeah, Chris Carson. Okay. Chris okay. Carson. Yeah, and, and just having like enough of a pass rush presence to mm-hmm. even make Russell Wilson uncomfortable, I guess you could see. He's always comfortable. Yeah, there's no uncomfortable. <laughs> right. Yeah, um I just want to point out, I mean, out of all the quarterbacks that went to new teams, um they all took L. Tom Brady took an L, Teddy Bridgewater took an L. Philip Rivers took a massive L, but <laughs> you had to you had to quantify the L that he took. Massive L, um, but yeah, I mean Cam is the guy who won his match out of all these uh, quarterbacks and new systems, and I mean that just goes to show that you know uh, NFL teams don't really know that much. <laughs> I mean, they no, I think I think it goes to show that the you know the, this is such a team game, right? Like, yeah, but I mean. Yeah, but the point I'm trying to make is every team like passed up on Cam. I mean, oh, he's, yeah, getting, sure. he's getting paid like jack shit going on. He's literally $1 million. Yeah, playing for the Patriots. Like the Patriots literally just swooped him up um, from like okay. nothing. And it just goes to show that Bill is smarter than everyone. I just think that I do agree with you that Bill is smarter than everyone. And I do agree with you that NFL teams are generally stupid. But this is not the week for it. I really think that if you put Teddy Bridgewater on this team for this week, it would have been pretty much the same result. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. In the future, I do think that obviously for the next, the rest of the season, the Patriots are in a way better situation having this version of Cam than the version of Teddy that we saw in yeah. uh, Carolina. And it's still like no, a learning but, process, right? He's going to get more and more comfortable throughout the season. Yeah, I know. And like all the all the news coming out of you know Cam was like, oh, he's injured. You know, it's not really going to work uh, in this new system. But like week one, like this was a good um, starting point to yep, yeah, what they can, can do start. for the rest of the yeah, season. Yeah, I, I definitely I definitely see high hopes because he looked comfortable. He wasn't trying to force anything, trying to do anything that the system is is like allowing, right? So yeah, he, he didn't try to force anything at all. And I think that's a good positive uh, looking forward that he's comfortable with the system now and he can, he can continue to learn that complex system that uh, Bill Belichick has. Yeah. All Josh right, let's, yeah, yeah, Josh McDaniels. But Just yeah. Josh McDaniels, yeah. 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 All right, let's move on to the Packers and the Vikings. Um, that was a shootout over there, high high scoring. Hey, uh, hey Roeth, I, th- I think uh, Aaron Rodgers heard you talking shit. Oh, dude! Yeah, tell him <laughs> he heard everyone. He heard everyone, dude. Uh, so, let me see it. Let me see it happen when he's playing uh, a team with some actual <laughs> cornerbacks. Name name a cornerback uh, on the Vikings. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Yeah, so they had no cornerbacks, and Devonte Adams just took a massive bite out of that the state of Minnesota. So yeah. He just ate. <laughs> he just kept eating, man. And, and Aaron Rodgers did look very good. I'll give him that. Like he was making plays. He was dropping dimes on the move. Uh, maybe maybe that Jordan Love pick lit a fire under his ass that I haven't seen in a long time. Like I remember when Aaron Rodgers was coming out. Like in 2010, he was doing the discount double check, super hype all the time, and he was making these crazy plays. And now he's just like moping around, you know, throwing the ball away. He led the league in throwaways last year. So if we can get this aggressive, you know, chip on his shoulder, Aaron Rodgers for the rest of the season, I as a football fan, I'm happy. You know, even yeah. if I'm wrong, I'm happy with that. That's good. That's good content. Yeah. 
He was I mean, dropping dimes too yesterday. He had yeah, a couple I mean, of MVS. MVS, please, please. MVS. Don't play with me. because no, he's just so in like inconsistent. Inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah. He had a couple of drops later on that day too. Yeah, yeah. It's It's still, it's still checked out. Yeah, I mean, the point I want to make about Aaron Rodgers is I'm uh, one of those people who believe he's, like, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And I think people's reaction as to, like, oh, he's kind of, like, going on the downslope now and everything is kind of unjustified considering... Uh, I feel like um, his stats and everything and how much he th- how many yards he gets is based on the game plan. Like, I think after Matt LaFleur got there, they basically do whatever it takes to win the game. So if they need to hand it off 20 times to win the game... Aaron Rodgers will definitely do that. Like, that's something he'll do. So in the case of the Vikings game, you know, the Vikings don't have good cornerbacks. So Aaron Rodgers just took advantage of that and was just throwing it down the field. So I think him not having that many yards doesn't necessarily mean he's gotten worse. I just think it means that he's just doing the game managing, um, how he feels. So, yeah. And it's yeah. like it's like game managing on steroids because some people can only turn around and hand the ball off 20 times and make those short passes but you're saying Aaron Rodgers can you know assess the situation of the game and if the if by managing the game means that he has to go out and drop 400 yards he can do it. Yeah. So that's And I feel like after yeah, after Matt LaFleur got there I feel like they had that conversation where he was like, you know, we could win the game. We could win more games if we handed the ball more often and Aaron was like, yeah, okay. And they went that yeah, way. Yeah, that, that probably is true. I mean, we'll have to see. I think, uh, who are they playing next? They are playing the Lions, who don't really have oh, a strong secondary yeah. either. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's wraps. Yeah. So, we'll wait. We'll wait until they play a, a strong secondary team, and we'll see. We'll see if the same thing happens. Uh, but he looked really good, and it was it was great to see. I just want uh, to plug my boy Adam Thielen real quick. Had oh a fantastic yes, fantastic game. Yeah, uh, some garbage time touchdowns, but yeah, that was a great game. Yeah, 28 points in fantasy. Wow, yeah. what a guy. And a yeah. tackle. And a two-point conversion. <laughs> and a t- yeah, and the two-point conversion. Dude, I, I thought I had our game in the wraps. For, for context, We uh, Roeth and I were playing uh, in fantasy football this weekend. <laughs> Adam Thielen and Calvin Ridley. Or Calvin Ridley, for me, both got garbage time touchdowns. But that was great. That's, that's besides yeah, the point. this was really good for fantasy. We had Devontae go completely insane. He had yeah, like yeah. almost 35 points. Dalvin Cook had 20 plus. Adam Thielen had 28. You had MVS and Alan Lazard catching touchdowns. Yeah, but no one was starting. Uh, Good Alan times, Moore man. Hey, you never know, dude. Wide receiver two for Aaron Rodgers looking like a good asset to have now. Perhaps, perhaps. perhaps. Dude, probably don't trigger me, dude, please. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's still available in the league, man. If you're trying to pick him up, take him. Dude, no. All right, let's, let's go on to the to, clear uh, cut best quarterback yeah. in the league. Yes, exactly. The Colts <laughs> and the Phil Rivers, Phil Rivers for sure. <laughs> Put some respect on Gardner Minshew's name, dude. The Jags won this one 27 to 20. Minshew had 19 completions in 20 attempts. He had three touchdowns. So he had three times more touchdowns than incompletions. The one and incompletion was a drop. By yeah, the and it was a drop. Like, this guy is the mustache Jesus, dude. He's insane. He's absolutely insane. <laughs> mustache mania is going insane in Jacksonville. Mustache right now. Oh. Bro, he he was fueled by the uh, thirteen thousand fans that decided to show up. <laughs> Classic Florida man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean some big games from Naeem Hines. This one, uh, he had a couple touchdowns, uh, and then uh, Minshew spread the ball out really well. I think if we're gonna start talking about Gardner here. 
uh, he he threw a touchdown to three different guys. Uh, he spread it out so all of them had like four or five targets each uh, with Keelan Cole and then LaVisca Chenault, the rookie, and then, of course, DJ Chark. Uh, I thought he looked so good. It was just surgical. I, it didn't seem like he was uh, flustered by any kind of pass rush, which I'm surprised they didn't get more of, the Colts. Uh, I mean, like, who's on the uh, – oh, the Buckner, right? The I Buckner, guess. yeah, Buckner, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, one thing. One thing. I was talking to my brother earlier today, and uh, this is very pessimistic. But what I see Gardner Minshew's future in this league as is kind of that Ryan Fitzpatrick guy, kind of a meme that every once in a while does really, really well, and you will always find him on these really bad teams, and he'll do just well enough to take them from like a two-three win team to like a six-seven-eight win team to like completely screw up their tank because. Yeah. Like every time Ryan Fitzpatrick was on the Bills, right? They could have totally used like a top ten pick, but he gets them to like eight and eight, and he gets those wins, and then but it, it hurts them in the long run. So I don't know. That's a good I, point, actually. I, 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 I agree love, with that. I love Minshew, but yeah. I I genuinely think he's the next Fitzpatrick. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, just for the people that don't know, um, just a backstory on what the Jags have been going through this off season. Um, long story short, they basically just traded their entire team. For yeah, graphics, they burned it. Yeah, yeah. defense. Yeah, yeah and star it, running, it. Yeah, and the star running back as well, Leonard Fournette. Fournette. Um, so yeah, the mostly we all thought that they were just tanking at this point, just to like you know get a higher draft pick, and you know rebuild for the future. And we pretty much just assumed their season would be over. But maybe you know, maybe they saw something, some magic in uh, Minshew, dude. In Minshew, they, yeah, dude. I don't know, man. They just trusted uh, trusted him with the keys to the offense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they also seem to have found a good running back in James Robinson. Uh, he had 90 total yards. Uh, he was finding holes. He was getting, like, chunk plays every time, like four or five yards per carry. So, uh, dude, I don't know. I mean, it's not like I, the Colts are the best team, but, I mean, you know. I thought, I, I thought the, the Colts would win this handily. I, yeah, I really thought too, the Colts too, would destroy too. them. Totally. Um, respect, respect. But it's not yeah, like, respect. They, like, like the, respect. Um, I don't know. Chiefs. It's not that <laughs> yeah, they're exactly. going to be like a contender or anything, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean um, the def- sorry, yeah. um, their defense also played really well too. That was like pretty surprising for me too. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, I saw a comment somewhere that was saying like, it seems like the organization is trying to tank, but the players aren't. Because um, <laughs> like they all played really well, so I mean, yeah. We'll see. This this is. I feel this has just all the makings of a a week one, you know, blip. Yeah. Right, potentially. They, they potentially. come out. They come out fired up. The Colts don't match the energy. Colts have a new quarterback. Uh, Colts lose my baby Marlon Mack. Oh, yeah. 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 Poor guy. Uh, but rough. you know, maybe just mismatched energies. The, the home field advantage was just too much. <laughs> I mean, it was more home field advantage than any other team had in the entire league. So. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. Wait, where? I think the Chiefs were the only other team to have home home fans. Yeah. It's hey, that's fans. two dubs, dude. Yeah. Yep. Looks like they found the key here. Have fans. <laughs> have fans. Chargers fans. Chargers team crying in the corner. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I mean, Paris Campbell also showed up. If we're going to uh, talk about the Colts, Philip Rivers had a very Philip Rivers game behind a better offensive line. Uh, he was dumping off to Naeem Hines a lot. <laughs> and yeah. uh, he didn't really target T.Y. Hilton as much as I thought he would. But um, yeah. He uh, he would seem to favor Paris Campbell, so it might be interesting to look yeah, at. You think you think Phillips' kind of career is kind of on the brink at this point? I, I don't I don't want to I don't want to go oh, too hard yeah. off of one game, but like if if he continues like this for another few games, then I don't know. I really thought he would be much better. 
uh, especially with this I offensive no line. I had no hope, dude. Phil yeah, I, I had some hope. I did. Yeah, it's, I mean, the, it's waning. Yeah, um, the theme of like this uh, first week is mostly just overreactions. Um, yeah. But I feel, like, yeah. But I also got vibes of like Chargers. I don't, I think someone might have brought this up, but this felt like the Chargers last year, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the Rivers right. curse. That's the Rivers, man. It's rough. Uh, let's move on to another cursed team in the Lions and the Bears. A couple cursed teams there. Uh, the 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 Bears won this one, twenty-seven to twenty-three. Um, some fantasy standouts <laughs> were Mitchell Trubisky, uh, TJ Hawkinson. Had oh, a one. That's nice. Um, yeah, I think Miller also I take, I, as, as as like a macro standpoint, I take absolutely nothing from this game. The 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 Lions didn't. Uh, win this game when they should have. The Bears, it's not like the Bears won this game. It's more like the Lions lost this game. Yeah. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, still bad, in my opinion. Uh, Lions, you know, yeah, he, can't beat he, the Bears. Can't do anything, so, yeah. Yeah, about about Mitch. Um, He played really bad for three minutes, or sorry, three quarters and half, three and a half quarters. And suddenly, in four minutes, he decided to turn it on, and that's a one. He's like the inverse, uh, like the inverse Niners in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Or the Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Hey. Okay, so Mitch Trubisky finally Mitch living Trubisky up to Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. That's what I'm saying. Yes. So that's why the Bears took him over Mahomes. And they exactly. don't even have to pay them half a billion dollars. What a big brain move. <laughs> that's hella smart. Good job, Bears. Oh. All right, let's move on. I don't care. I don't want to talk yeah. about it. Yeah, the only thing takeaway was that drop by DeAndre Swift. But, that's uh, rough. Hopefully he doesn't Why, go too hard on himself. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Uh, let's move on to the next game. We got the Raiders defeating the Panthers. Yes, um, sir. Surprisingly fun game. game. That was a, this is a great game to watch. Uh, Thirty-four to thirty. Uh, some fantasy standouts were my man, <laughs> my hero, uh, the guy who almost single-handedly won me this week was Josh Jacobs with three touchdowns. Are you kidding me? Uh, Christian McCaffrey also had two touchdowns, but that doesn't matter because he's Christian McCaffrey. Subpar game, honestly. That's a, that's a standard, <laughs> up to standard game. Uh, and Robbie Anderson had one long touchdown. Um, yeah, it, it's a classic against the Raiders. I, I accept it at this point every single week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a great so, game, though. So as the Raiders fans, are you guys, you know what, encouraged? Did Derek Carr play super well? Or how, how are you guys feeling about the defense? I, okay, the thing is, I, I never thought Derek Carr was necessarily the issue. Like, sure, he, he was like a Mr. Checkdown, but um, I, I thought the defense was really holding the team back. And, I mean, the defense didn't really play well uh, on, on Sunday. So uh, I am definitely a little bit concerned that um, – you know, uh, Nick Nick Storskowski, I think. I, I don't. I still don't know how to pronounce Middle his last linebacker. name, but I think he got injured. Um, so that's a huge coverage linebacker that's that's gone for us. But um, wait, I, 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 open, right? wait, how long is he gone? Yeah. I, I don't. I don't remember what it said, but I, I know he he exited like the second quarter or something. Yeah. So um, Trent Brown also, but yeah. How was Henry oh, Ruggs? Henry Ruggs uh, looks good, dude. Yeah, I was pretty I impressed with good. Henry Ruggs. Yeah. Um, and I think that um, his like he got. He had two deep passes thrown to him. One of them he caught. He was wide open on it. And I think that really helped the run game towards the rest of the game. Like, yeah, if you and can I get, that's, sorry, if you can get the rugs and Jacobs, just one-two punch, just I'll pound you with the run game, and then when you come up, I'll hit you over the top with the rugs. It's wraps. That's a great yeah. game plan. Yeah, I know. We saw that um, when Ruggs was healthy. I mean, he got injured for a bit, but... Yeah, in the, in the first quarter, that definitely was seemed to be the game plan. It's out of yeah. the 90s. It's out of the 90s, but it worked in the 90s. So, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so it's definitely... I think the offense is good, 
But uh, I honestly am not super encouraged from this game, considering they gave 30 points to the Panthers, a team with to Teddy the, Bridgewater. To, to the Christian McCaffreys. Yes. <laughs> a team that has Teddy Bridgewater as their quarterback, you know, a rookie head coach, a rookie offensive coordinator, and they give up 30 points. Like, the reason I'm not so super encouraged is because precisely um, one week from now, they're playing the New Orleans Saints. So oh, I think right. we're going to get sent right back down to, like, <laughs> the hellholes of where we Put them back in their place, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Because, like, yeah, I mean, like, Teddy Bridgewater and, like, DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, they're, like, all right. But they scored 30 points against the Raiders. Imagine what, like, Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara and Drew Brees are going to do against this Raiders secondary. It must be 60. And probably James Winston, because they're going to be up by so much, they're going to they're put James in, too. So for all, our, for all our listeners, here's my sneak peek of the week. Uh, start James Winston in the 2QB league. <laughs> like, straight up going to murder them, dude. Yep. Drew Brees will be out. Drew Brees will be out. Taysom Hill will also be out by the yeah. second quarter. <laughs> hey, class, hey, you never know, dude. MT might not play. Yeah, it's all right. Empties kind you of don't know about Brian Edwards. Brian Edwards. I, I actually, I'm actually surprised he didn't get more touches um, in this game. I think he had one catch for nine yards, and he was my 14th round pick. And if you guys know anything about my 14th round picks, they they are usually they usually work out. Um, but like he, uh, Derek Carr and John Gruden was talking up uh, Brian Edwards throughout the entire training camp. Like I think Derek Carr at one point was comparing him to uh you know that one guy Devontae Adams oh, so that that, that's a really really strong comparison they played together State, yeah, yeah 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 so I was really excited and this this news all came out after I drafted him I'm like oh yeah there we go <laughs> I <laughs> <that> pick. <laughs> yeah. but um I I think he still has he still has a shot to to do well I hope he does um but I, I like besides uh, Henry Ruggs like um, you also still have like Hunter Renfro and like Darren Waller, so the, the offense got a touchdown too. Yeah, that's Nelson true. Yeah, that was a beautiful pass. That was a yeah. very good throw. Yeah, yeah. very good throw. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So I, I'm not too concerned about this offense, but like, yeah, as as yeah. Ish mentioned, like this defense, this uh, performance is not is not does not bode well for the rest of the season. Yeah, we got to hope for the I, best. I have, I have faith in Chucky. Chucky. <laughs> oh my god, that's the man. All right, let's move on to the Jets and the Bills. Probably the most uh, slept-on matchup of the week for in terms of it, people were sleeping through it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, the Bills won this one, twenty-seven to seventeen. Uh, fantasy-wise, we had a big game from Josh Allen, who had a rushing touchdown and two passing touchdowns. He looked really good. Um, two yeah, yeah, two two ugly yeah, two fumbles. So yeah, that's true. Uh, Jameson Crowder had a long touchdown as well. Uh, John Brown came through. Uh, Diggs had a lot of uh, receptions. He had eight catches for 86. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, this feels like, again, can't take too much. I, like, the Bills' offense looked good, but it's... No, I don't know. I think, the, I think the Bills are for real, dude. And and what, what do good teams do? You have to beat the bad right? teams. Yeah. So if you're not, like, yeah. And they, and they did it well. They were up 21-0, to zero and they just started coasting. So this, this final score was, like, you know, not reflective of yeah, like, yeah. the game. Yeah, today. garbage time touchdowns for but, sure. But like, it's a division game, so it's always harder than normal. I know the Jets suck, but like, still, you have to you have to dominate bad teams. That's a mark of a good team. So I I think the Bills are going to be really good this year, and this hasn't changed anything. Yeah. Uh, one point about Lev Bell. Uh, looks like he got hurt in this game. 
well, his hamstring injury, so Frank he might miss Gore, some games. Baby. So Frank Gore gets some touches. Hey, Frank Gore has his revenge game next week, Jets versus Niners. Oh, yeah. I'm about to wear that for <laughs> Hey, I, I want him to, to destroy our defense. That'd be awesome. Good old Frank. <laughs> Frank old Tank. Frank. Yeah. I mean, this uh, was a, this is not too much to talk about in this game. Uh, I think the Jets might be the worst team in the league. If yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to go like overreacting, but they were already down there. And the uh, <laughs> and the the Jags looked way better than I thought they would be. So, Jets might be there. Yeah, that, I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could see it. I think the only people who give them a run for their money are this next team. We got the Browns no. and the Ravens. <laughs> the Browns looked horrible, dude. Uh, the Ravens thrashed them, thirty-eight to six. That's uh, a great Lamar work Jackson. What they did. It's a great yeah. work. Lamar Jackson had an excellent game as always. Um, Jake had a terrible game as always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, J.K. Dobbins had two touchdowns. Mark Andrews had two touchdowns, uh, and the defense for the Ravens also came through. Um, I don't know, dude. This was just a poor game from the Browns. Dude, I honestly thought it would be Jake could do it this year, man. Yeah, but like, but like, dude. I mean, okay. Here's a couple of uh, caveats. He is playing a really, really good secondary slash corner in Marlon Humphreys and the Ravens. Yeah, there you go. He is playing with the, I guess, not a good quarterback. Are we making? <laughs> have have we, we made that decision yet? I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I, it's I, time I, to say. Okay, well, here's. Uh, I mean, uh, you can't deny the fact that Baker played terribly yesterday. He played bad, but I don't know if he's a bad quarterback. How about that? Okay. okay yeah, sure. Dude, I'm wondering when they're going to take away the progressive ads. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> every time the ad airs their stock just drops like a little bit <laughs> yeah i had i had obj and hooper i really thought you know kevin stefanski coming over from the vikings would make this team do something on offense but i was that guy poking the team with the stick do something <laughs> And nothing, nothing happened. Nothing was done. It's okay. I had Lamar though. So. <laughs> I mean, the even one thing that I thought would be better was also you talked about Stefanski. He was on the Vikings last year with uh, with Dalvin, and yeah. the run game wasn't even that great. Um, I thought the offensive line was fixed. What's yeah. wrong? They have all know. the players, man. I don't God, know. It's just I would hate to be a Browns fan, man. Yeah. OBJ, come to the Niners. We need receivers. <laughs> we'll see man i don't know i one thing that i thought was interesting was that kareem hunt actually got like more carries than nick chubb did he outscore game. i think it was like 90 he outscored him too yeah so that's uh interesting hey, that's good for me interesting point all right uh let's move on to the seahawks and the falcons we got a couple bird teams going at each other here uh the they seahawks were, won this. in typical bird fashion they were going through the air <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good uh the seahawks won this 38 to 25 uh Huge game from Russell Wilson, who had four touchdowns, thirty-one for thirty-five. That's just wow. stupid, dude. That's so good. Uh, Chris Carson had a couple of touchdowns. DK Metcalf had a touchdown. Uh, all the Falcons bro. receivers uh, went off. They all had nine catches on twelve targets. Uh, Calvin Ridley had two touchdowns. Julio Jones had uh, twenty fantasy points. Just uh, huge fantasy performances from everywhere. And uh, the man Young Wei Ku with another onside kick. How does he do it, dude? What does he know? What does he know that we what don't? Does he know? I don't know. It's inc- like when he was kicking that, I was I, in my mind. There's like a little voice in my head that's like, he's making this. Like this is going to be converted. He has to. And it just yeah. did. I was like, what? I don't know. Yeah. 
He's a, he's a god amongst men. If only yeah. there were points for onside kicks in fantasy. There should be. If only Bro, those onside kicks actually went like, to wins for the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I think I think the rest of the league should be extremely terrified that Russell Wilson is now throwing the ball in the first quarter. Uh, <laughs> throwing the ball in the fourth quarter because we've all seen Russell Wilson and his magic that he does in the fourth quarter. And I've asked every single time, thank God for that they don't let him do it in the first quarter because it would be raps. Well, it's raps, man. It's like, raps. He this is I think he's clearly the second best quarterback in the league. And in any in a normal, you know, in a normal league. He'd be the, the, clearly the number one, but we have Mahomes at the top. I think that's unquestioned. But like these guys, it just what a good quarterback can do for an organization. It just provides so much stability. The coaches get longer contracts. The front office is allowed to execute a longer vision, and they get to you know make aggressive trades like go after Jamal Adams and shore up other aspects. And just having that top five quarterback is just so broken in football. Yeah, Jamal Adams looked like uh he he, he was like. Well, I don't know if it's because the camera like, focused on him, field, but he was sure. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, and he like seemed to be like an energizer for that defense, which is really good for a team. It's not good for the Niners. Not good for the Niners, not at all. Yeah, so I think there was like, one play where Calvin Ridley got the ball in the flats. He was trying to make a move, and Jamal Adams just swallowed yeah, him smacked up. Smacked him. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much a summary of the, how that entire game went for the Seahawks and the Falcons. Yeah, honestly, I think this game was like pretty predictable. Like we all thought this exactly was going to happen. Seahawks were just going to. Annihilate them, and then the Falcons are just going to get a bunch Falcons, of yeah fantasy points. No, but fantasy the thing is, I, I didn't think the Seahawks would allow Russ to do his magic in the first quarter. I'm very much convinced that they listened to our podcast. Where we were like, yeah. why, why <laughs> do they give the ball to Chris Carson every single time? And then they realized. So they don't you need to. Yeah. Hey, we're we're available for hire. Uh, other teams in the league. Other teams. You want some hard hitting Browns? Yeah. Browns? You want some advice? Yeah. Just be better at football, you shits. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Pete Carroll was talking about letting Russ cook earlier, and we all thought it was coach speak, but I guess it wasn't. I guess he really was committed to that. Um, all right, let's move on to the Chargers and the Bengals. This was a another kind of eh game. The Chargers won this one 16 to 13. Uh, it was the debut of Joe Burrow, who didn't look that great until the last drive, in my opinion. Um. Yeah, he, had like, he had like a nice rushing yeah. touchdown, but I didn't really see. I don't know. That's hard with that offensive line because that offensive line wasn't doing him any favors again. Yeah, um, I actually watched this entire game because I had Joe Mixon and AJ Green. So, um, first of all, you just, I'm sorry. Second of all, <laughs> why? Okay, okay. Um, so, okay. So, in terms of the Chargers, uh, if I were a Chargers fan, I wouldn't be very happy because from what I saw, um, they're not doing anything this season. Uh, their offense really isn't explosive at all um they're not austin eckler didn't really do much either so um i don't really know what their offense is going to be keenan barely touched the ball so for them uh i think this is not really a good sign i would but stay the, away from the chargers offense in fantasy with like a 10 foot pole tyra yeah. taylor is no good for fantasy i found Thank it insane that, that, i owned hunter yeah. henry and austin eckler no i found it insane that eckler had one target all game dude that's like, just not how tyra taylor is it's but Come on, dude. You got to at least line him up somewhere else so he's like a slot receiver or something because he could totally act as a slot receiver. Like, uh, you need to get Eckler the ball more, I think. I mean, they won this game, but yeah, I, no, I they, think they, they won. They should get. Yeah. They should have lost. Sorry. They, they should have lost. lost. They won no, they this game. Yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. If you're scraping um, by a rookie on his first game, you know, that's bad news. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah that's the point, dude. They're playing the Bengals, for God's sake. Like, imagine what they're going to do against a good defense. Like, 
Yeah. They're literally going to get destroyed. Um, in terms of the Bengals, I actually had uh, a lot of positives. Um, even though Joe Mixon had a bad fantasy game, uh, he touched the ball enough where... And he looked good, so I think that's a good sign for the future. Um, yeah. uh, for Joe Burrow, I think for the first game, he had a very decent game for someone playing with no preseason uh, in his yeah. first like action. He looked pretty good, I think. Uh, even against one of the best, like a good defense with the Chargers having Joe, Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram, he he was able to like make plays out of like such a good pass rush. So I think that was good. That uh, last drive, that that should have been the the game tying or a game winning yeah, drive. Yeah. Like that, that was super impressive, dude. He yeah. looked so calm yeah. in the pocket the whole time. Was I've always good. found that like when these quarterbacks are maybe changing teams or young quarterbacks, when you get them into a two minute drill, it really simplifies things. They have yeah. like. 10 plays pre-called for them and they just they they're all smart guys like but they don't have to think about like the entire offense they just need to focus on these 10 plays and then they can just go out and execute without worry so when you get this these situations you can really see like who's a good quarterback and like where they can shine yeah um yeah and i think this like the most biggest positive i think uh is aj green was not injured uh, after this game, <laughs> he so, made it. He did it. Yeah, um, I had a few scares there, but um, some, some he slept sometimes, so it was kind of worrisome. But he looked normal enough to help this team win games this season. So I think those are great positives. I think Joe's gonna uh, improve a lot over the course of the season. Both the and Joes, both the Joes, yeah. And um, this team's gonna look. I think by week uh, ten, this team's gonna look pretty decent. Um, I think they're. I, I kind of. Oh, sorry, go. I agree. I just said I agree. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I kind of have like Kyler. Um. And like Cardinals vibes, where like, this is kind of a young team with young quarterback trying to, uh, you know, like create something for the future. So they're obviously not going to do anything this year, but they can definitely improve a lot over the course of the season. And then next and year they thing, might be good. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um. One thing I see a lot of times in rookie quarterbacks is they're so used to like creating such insane plays, like running out of the pocket and stuff in college that they like try to do this initially like the first like two three weeks and they just get like bottled up and like sacked for like a 10-yard loss like every time they try to do that uh yeah that was just like pretty yeah that just happens though yeah all right well you brought up kyler so let's talk about kyler and the cardinals defeating the 49ers 24 to 20 um it's a huge game from from kyler he had a he had a rushing touchdown, passing touchdown. Raheem Mostert took a long uh, pass all the way to the to the house. And uh, DeAndre, Mr. Not a Top 10 Fantasy Wide Receiver, Hopkins, had uh, 14 catches for 151 yards. Should have had a touchdown, too, honestly. Yeah. Very close. Yeah, that was super close. Um, this was a... Quite. This is a super big upset in my opinion. I had no idea. I'm gonna be completely honest right now. I was not that surprised. Uh, I, I've been I've been very scared of the Cardinals. If you watch the last two games last year, the Cardinals always play the Niners really well. It's a division game. That being said, the Niners should have won. Uh, I think if they're they're trying to be a Super Bowl contender, they're going on a revenge tour. If you're trying to be the cream of the league, you gotta you gotta handle business. And this did not look like a team that was ready to handle business. Now, whether that's uh, you know because they're not in sync, because there's a whole bunch of smoke going on in the Bay Area, because <laughs> I don't know this team. I, I'm hopefully I'm hoping that it's just you know preseason jitters, 
and <laughs> Super Bowl hangover. Super, Super Bowl hangover. <laughs> or, yeah, honestly, it could be. It could be a Super Bowl hangover. This this game reminded me a lot of that Niners Falcons game last year, where they yeah. came playing the Saints in that insane game, and they come back down to home and like, yeah, it's just Falcons, right? Like <laughs> they're just playing. Uh, but uh, a little more detail into the game. Jimmy Garoppolo was playing with like no George Kittle in the second half. Essentially, he didn't get a single target. He was injured, kind of messed up his knee. Hopefully, he's okay. Uh, no Debo Samuel, no Brandon Ayuk. Our number one wide receiver was like Kendrick Bourne and Dante Pettis, which is actually why uh, our running backs did so well. I was I was I I was saying I think in our preview that I was pretty hyped for Jarek McKinnon. He looked really good as a receiving back out of the backfield, but like that cannot be your number one target option basically in the passing game so while it was a tough game uh, it came down to a game winning throw at the end a couple of game winning throws that jimmy garoppolo just did not make <sighs> yeah man so are you saying it is he not clutch is no I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not i'm not saying that i just i just don't understand man like he's he, i know he can make the throw he has made the throw before yeah. Yeah. uh he just didn't uh that sucks it's bad <laughs> But it's also week one. It's also week one. Hopefully, it's we just week one. again. Another the, my last point here. I don't. The Niners should not be a regular season team this year. Last year they were like they had to you know establish themselves and tear through the league as this fun young team. So they were gonna just up, blow the doors off of people every week. I don't care how the Niners do in the regular season this year. This team is is focused on December, January, and February. So by week eleven, if we only have like. If we're only like maybe what eleven, so like seven and four. I'm not worried. I want this team to be clicking. That's my only thing at the end. Yeah. Uh, I mean, um, a question I have for you is: if they end up getting like a fifth seed or a sixth seed, you think sorry, they what? can? If they end I up getting like that. a, if they end up getting like a fifth or sixth seed, um, do you think they could still win away games and make it to the Super Bowl? Uh, in this year, totally. Oh, okay. Obviously, in this year, I see. But yeah. I mean, yeah, go, go on. So, um, so like in 2013, when they were coming off of that Super Bowl, they were the five seed. The Seahawks were the one seed, and uh, they beat the Packers on the road in like a negative 10 degree game. They beat the Cam Newton Panthers on the road in a really good game, and they came to the Seahawks, and that was obviously one of the best games of the decade. So they they played them close. So like, uh, it, it there's precedent and like teams doing that. Uh, I think even this year with absolutely no home field advantage, totally doable for a five seed to sneak in. But we'll see. I'm not. I'm not worried if they don't win the division. Um, I just want them to be clicking. All right. Any final thoughts on this? You should. Uh, you said DeAndre Hopkins is not a top ten wide receiver. It's like, yeah. and every week when he performs at a top ten level, I get to not only enjoy fantasy points, but he's just being so clearly wrong. It's just. It's see, just I mean, I mean, yeah, we can discuss this. Um, I was just surprised the type of catches he was getting this game. Like, I usually think that DeAndre Hopkins is that talented guy that people have to double team or just, you know, put tight coverage that he has to make difficult catches. And I was like, what I was expecting in this Cardinals offense was, you know, DeAndre would take a lot of attention away from other receivers and that might help them. Obviously, he would do well, but I felt like we're, like on Houston, he was getting tough coverage all the time and the catches he was making were always contested. But I was just watching his highlights like this game and Every catch was like wide open. Like there was no one within like two, three feet of him, and yeah. I just don't understand like what was going on. The Niners usually don't double, and uh, we play a zone, so 
we don't have any good man coverage corners that can really stick with him and make his life really hard. And we tried to protect the big play. So I, I he, the, the comebacks, the digs, the physical routes will always be there for, for DeAndre Hopkins. That's just what he does. And he's the best physical receiver in the game. Yeah. So. I don't know. I yeah. feel like this had more. I mean, obviously, he's a good receiver. He's one of the best receivers. And also, but look I at the like... that he's getting. He's. He, I felt like every single play in the end of the game was just okay. Colin Murray drop back. If DeAndre Hopkins is open, throw to him. If not, run around, and make some shit happen, and get a bullshit late foul, late hit flag on <laughs> roughing the pass. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like I was like, yeah, like, the first time it happened, I was like, okay, yeah, they're playing off him. The second time I was like, okay, fine. Like two times. We don't fine. have any man corners, dude. But dude, sure. it happened. It happened ten times. Like in yeah, a, I know. Like, every time they were off. No, but like that's like a huge issue. I don't think teams should be able to see that and be like, okay, we can't allow that to happen in the future. So, so Ishis, you're saying this is a product of how the 49ers play defense rather than Hopkins' role in the offense. I mean, okay, obviously, um, he might. I, I could be totally wrong, and he might end up doing this for. You are totally. <laughs> <laughs> might end up doing this for sixteen weeks and like be the number one wide receiver, but I'll have to see him do it against another defense. To all right, well he's, you know, he's going against Washington team. next week, so oh another we'll good see. defense. We'll see. Yeah, good defense. <laughs> yeah. All right, um, let's move yeah. on to the Buccaneers and the Saints. We got our first look at Tom Brady in a new uniform. Ended up in a loss. The Saints won this one thirty-four to twenty-three. Um. Yeah, big fantasy games from Kamara, who had two touchdowns, almost had a third, and they took that away at the very end. Uh, Jared Cook had a solid game for a tight end. O.J. Howard got a touchdown. And the Saints defense, riding off that pick six on Tom Brady. Um, I did, both the defenses in this game were really good. I think uh, like the Saints obviously were able to score off it, but the Bucks defense, while the game was like close, uh, they were the ones making it close basically keeping the team in the game yeah yeah they were they were definitely holding their own out there um like Kamara couldn't get anything going on the ground yeah i think they held michael thomas to like like the lowest number of catches yeah. or yards he had th- he's had three in catches this whole for year. 17 yards i think he was injured Seven, wow. he might have been injured but he got know. injured at the end no he, he got injured in the oh. two minute warning of the fourth quarter so yeah they, okay. they shut him down okay yep. fair enough yeah um uh, yeah and- they even uh, shut down Mike Evans, like the Saints defense. Mike Evans didn't have anything. He was coming up. He guys, was like, he was injured. He was injured. Uh, yeah. If you guys watch the NFL top 100 video on yeah. Marshawn Lattimore, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's been shut down consistently by yeah. uh, Marshawn Lattimore, Marshawn refused Lattimore. to give him any credit. He was like, oh, no, no, don't say he shut me down. See, the whole defense shut me down. Uh, he proceeded to get shut down again. So yeah. uh, I thought that yeah, was a nice little bit of karma. Props. Props to the Saints defense. Is, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like this was kind of as expected. Like, uh, obviously, the Bucks were super hyped coming out of uh, offseason. But, I mean, for the first game and uh, Saints that had full con- continuity, um, I think we expected the Saints to win this first matchup. Yeah. Um, and you could tell the Bucks had a few kinks to work out with some miscommunications and, you know, things that were just, um, like, some miscommunication and some wrong, like, reads from Brady. So, another I think... Team, another team that I don't think cares about the regular season as long as they start clicking... And they're doing decent enough. I think with Brady, you'll be decent enough by, by week 11, 12, that you can really make some serious noise in the playoffs. Because I don't see them challenging for the division, maybe, yet, with the Saints being so established. But in the playoffs, this is a team that I would not want to play. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of talked about this in our um, NFC South preview, but I feel like it's tough for even Tom Brady to like kind of 
develop the chemistry with all his wide receivers, learn the system properly. Um, but, you know, being as smart as Brady is, he's going to learn the system within like eight, nine weeks. And by that point, um, Bucks yeah. might be like the Titans of last year or something. So it's all going according to plan. One thing I will say is like just watching this Bucks team, it really felt like the Pats offense. Like the the kind of throws that Brady had to make, it was just like it felt like uh, Godwin and Scotty Miller were the um, the Julian Edelman slot receiver type, um, and then the kind of like the deeper throws that he had to make reminded me of how Brady used to throw over the top to James White on wheel routes, or when Gronk was good when he used to go over the top to Gronk. Um, the kind of throws that Brady was making and the kind of offense that was being run in general was super similar to the Patriots um, from like a couple of years ago. So I think that was just an interesting thing to note. Um, we'll see how, if, if it, if it molds anymore with, if Mike Evans can uh, get back on track, get more healthy. But uh, yeah, I mean, I thought Brady was like, okay. Might just be me being a homer, but he, he made some good throws. Like uh, the one that comes to mind was the, um, the one where he was like being pressured and he got that kind of like jump pass to Godwin, uh, through the defense. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that was good. I, I thought he was he had some good throws. Um, I mean the media is gonna talk about the the interceptions and how he's like the the only guy to throw a pick six in three consecutive games since like Matt Schaub or something. Um, but yeah, I I, I thought it was it was it was definitely what we expected in terms of the team isn't on the same page yet. Obviously they're not going to be because they didn't have the preseason. Um, and the saints drew Brees looked pretty good. So we'll see, man, it'll be good to see these two teams play later in the season. It's actually, um, it's kind of a shame that these guys played so early. Yeah, 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 you're totally right. I really wish that like they were able to figure out their teams by the time they played each other. Agreed. Yeah. All right, I hate to interrupt this uh, good session, but as we record, the Titans and Broncos are currently finishing up their second half of the doubleheader on Monday night, and it's awesome. Derek um, Derek Henry is running people over right now. Yeah, as he um, normally does I, in the fourth quarter. We're going to do something a little different. There's 24 seconds left. We're just going to like live react it a little bit. So far, the Titans kicker has missed like three field goals and an extra point, which is why they're down 14 to 13. With the ball on the on the seven, third and one. Looks like it. Third and looks one, like yeah. uh, Derrick Henry is going to get the ball here, but I hope he gets stuff so we can see Steph Steven <laughs> come out for a game winning field goal. That would be awesome. So uh, takes the snap, looks for AJ Brown in the back of the end zone. Oh, overthrown. Sorry. Oh, right. you're you're ahead of me. You oh, ruined dude. it for me. It's really we're on the same stream. Wait, that was so. Oh, oh my god, that, he was wide that, open. Man. We're on the same stream. What what's going on? Uh, I've been watching like this this entire time, so like I've had buffers and stuff. Okay, all right. So... Uh, let me. Okay, oh. so let's see Goskowski. Oh, all right. So then I, I guess if I'm ahead, I can't be. Uh, I can't be. <laughs> can't be reacting. Oh, oh no. Uh, let me let me let me refresh real quick. Try to try to see if I can if I can catch the end of this. Okay. All right, he's lining up with his hand, moving left to right. <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm not there yet uh should i should i just just talk about it so he's 10 for 11 on lead changing field goal attempts in final in the final two minutes of the fourth quarter and overtime whatever you want to make of that stat <laughs> drew Locke is looking nervously on the sidelines hoping that um 
Goss Bro, Kelsey. How are you? Re- oh my god, dude! You were made for this. And oh, he nails it! He nails <laughs> it! He nails it! Goss Kelsey is the hero. The Adam Vinatieri <laughs> for the for the Titans. Everyone will forget that. And then just remember this. I mean, honestly, if you have to make one, this is the one you want to make. This so. is the one you make. <laughs> Great work. Never doubted him. There is only right. 17 seconds left. So maybe Drew Locke with a game-winning touchdown draw? No, let's not waste time here. Like, All right. <laughs> okay, let's go back to yeah. our uh, regularly scheduled programming. All right. Dude, yeah, two let's, extremely let's... disappointing NFC teams last year. Yeah, let's move on to the Rams and the Cowboys. Um Standouts from this game were Zeke. Uh, he had two touchdowns. Uh, Melvin, not Melvin, <laughs> Malcolm Brown. I say Melvin. <laughs> Malcolm Brown had two touchdowns as well. Uh, Amari Cooper had like a whole bunch of targets. He had ten catches for eighty-one yards. Robert Woods was getting fed. Um, but I mean, in terms of the game, like this was pretty boring. I'm not gonna lie. I thought this game. Yeah, worked, just uh, just no exciting yeah. highlight plays. Um, yeah. Nothing, no, like, Amari Cooper long touchdowns. Um, no, no, like, Michael Gallup doing anything. Nothing from CeeDee Lamb. So, kind of disappointing, honestly. But, um, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. what. There's not much to make of this, in my opinion. Yeah, I thought yeah. CeeDee Lamb actually looked pretty good for his first game. Um, kind of like Ruggs. Like, he, did, he didn't have a huge impact on the game, right? But he, he was finding spots, and it seemed like he beat his defender because he was wide open a couple times. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's promising to see that from like a rookie wide receiver in his very first game. You know, yeah, um, yeah. I think the Rams' offense is pretty much like just made to be boring with their personnel <laughs> and what they have. I mean, it's mostly just short throws and running up the middle. So I mean, I mean it was it's effective as hell in worked. the first couple so, drives. Yeah, yeah. So you can't argue against it. Um, when I was selling the cow, when I see the- when you see the Cowboys play, I feel like I kind of felt like Dak was just playing Madden. Like I felt like he was just pressing buttons to throw to receivers and it was just and they were just catching it like they're just like that talented like this roster is just that talented that uh the receivers should make plays zeke is just a beast so i think dak has it pretty good and i think this offense will be good throughout the season uh but i kind of got like the usual the same cowboys every year but yeah yeah this so, is a yeah. team that does need to care about the regular season unlike the bucks and the niners in my opinion just because you know uh, I don't think they have nearly the. I, I wouldn't. I don't know if the Niners have pedigree yet, but like they just came off a Super Bowl run. Tom Brady's perpetually coming off Super Bowl runs, so. <laughs> but like Dak has done nothing in, in his playoff career and in general, so they really need to get gel now. They need to take this division while everyone sucks, because I can guarantee you, uh, either like the Eagles are going to start kicking at the end of the year or the. Washington football team will scrounge something out of the barrel. I don't think the Giants will do anything, but you never know. So yeah. while everyone sucks, the Cowboys need to be making, building their lead. So whatever. Yeah. Zeke debuted that belly tattoo. Rohit, you actually, you said you would like, you, wait, what did you say? So what, I what thought, are your thoughts on that? I think, I think it'd be a really good, like, temporary tattoo, like a one-time. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. But, like, like to permanently put yeah, that on your that, belly? That's, I was like, that, oh, come on, dude. That's, what did, it, that's, did it say feed me? It said feed me, yeah. yeah. It like some, oh, my God. It, it like some graffiti font. Yeah, it was like a weird yeah. font. Oh. Like the font that you see on, like, 8th grade. The Dallas shirt. Mavericks jersey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In, in eighth grade and middle school, like bathrooms of boys, yeah. like feed me. <laughs> oh my god! So, I mean, I think it's hilarious. I'm just really glad that it's not my 
tattoo <laughs> like when he's 70 years old he's gonna feed me like all no, over he, I, I think he actually yeah he, he when he got the touchdown he like rolled up his shirt and he was like showing off his belly to the yeah, camera but, like did. nobody wants to see that dude. honestly no if you get the tattoo you gotta show it off like, no, that, has yeah. to be, that has to be that's true but, but the, the incorrect decision here was, was getting, getting the, the tattoo, tattoo. <laughs> exactly so but like once he's gotten his tattoo you know like get the most out of it while you're scoring touchdowns because you can't like i guess Maybe with all the CTE that players get when he's hungry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Some gudgeony action, bro. <laughs> oh, oh, all right, this game's over, by the way. Yeah. Drew Lock. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, real quick, let's talk about the Monday night games. Uh, Giants Steelers. The Steelers won this one. Uh, they won 26 to 16. Uh, Saquon had a rough game. He went, oh, he had uh, 15 carries for six yards. Um, but Darius Slayton had two touchdowns. Juju had two touchdowns. Ben Roethlisberger actually looked good, which I was surprised at. Um, yeah, Who won? I mean, the Steelers won? Yeah, Steelers won. Yeah. Yes, dude, come on. <laughs> I mean, was that know. ever a question? Yes. Yeah, I mean, this Giants O-line was horrible. Saquon could not do anything. Um, what did he end so, up with, like nine? He had he had a six six six, six yards oh on fifteen God. carries. No, no, not he had nine point six points somehow. In fact. Yeah, well, that's from he, he had receptions and stuff. He had one reception for thirty nine or something. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, like, was this just the Steelers' defense being that good? Um, no, but I mean, yes. I saw this. I thought I know. Okay, I saw this happen a lot last year when I had Saquon on my fantasy team, so I was watching all the games, and I was like, okay, Daniel Jones, he's a rookie, so like he's not like getting the right reads, and this offensive line is kind of you know not as you know, as well as it should be. And this year they drafted an offensive tackle as their first pick. And I thought it would improve with Daniel Jones' experience, but this was just god awful. Like I mean literally Daniel, got... Daniel Jones actually looked pretty good today. Yeah, he but looked... in terms of like reading the or like the helping and, and even making plays. throws, like yeah, he he had like an eight minute nineteen play drive today that he threw an interception at the end when he got hit. He got hit as he threw. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um so I don't really know if I completely blame him for that. That was good defense, but uh, he looked way better than he did last year today, so I was kind of surprised. Yeah, but I mean, this like Saquon like was getting tackled before he even touched the ball. Yeah, I like know. they were getting in there that quickly, so I don't know what the hell was going on. That's just the line, or the the Steelers being crazy. But uh, yep, we'll see. I think the Steelers could contend for wild card again. I mean, they were in that contention with no offense last year, so if if Roethlisberger yeah, can do anything, then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, their defense looked spectacular as it did last year. And I think for the first game that Big Ben came back, you know, after a full year of recovering, he looked pretty decent. He was making decent throws. Juju was able to come back to what he normally does when Big Ben's there. So it looked good. Uh, All right, let's move on to the final game. Just got, just finished up. Uh, You heard it live casted. Uh, The Titans beat the Broncos here uh, 16 to 14. Um, yeah, I mean, big game from, uh, I guess, normal game for Derrick Henry. He had 31 carries and 116 wow. yards. 31 yeah. carries? Oh, to, my You have to God. feed him, dude. You have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. He, should get, he should have gotten that feed me tattoo, dude. It should have been him. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, clear workhorse. We, we talked Lock, about him. Drew like, Locke looked very good. I was no, I, I agree. Him. I agree. He yeah. looked like he was making winning plays. I was, I I was skeptical. But uh, I think there was I might... just one drive in the middle of the second quarter. I think they start at their own like six. Jadavian Clowney comes like free on a rush because uh, their the Broncos line is dog shit, and he's just 
barreling down on him. He rolls out and he flicks his wrist and he finds, I think, no offense. No offense. Also yeah. looks really, really yeah, good. Yeah, no offense. Yes, had a good game yeah. today. So I think Jerry Judy also had a good second half. I didn't see uh, it, but for sure. So yeah, uh, he was making good cuts. Good, good, good. Solid good I, I generally, it doesn't really matter to me, like making, you know, the best throws all the time as a quarterback. It's all about making winning plays. And on like second and six at your own six, instead of taking a sack and a potential fumble or getting the drive ending right there on that play to, to get that into like a 10 yard gain, it won't show up on like highlight reels, but like that, those are plays that win games. He also dropped a snap earlier, uh, later on that same drive, he picked it up on third and one and he plowed through for the first down. Those are plays that win games. So uh, the Broncos got a good one. I really think so. Yeah, he definitely looked comfortable in the pocket. Um, so I think it's a good sign for the future. Uh, one important thing is Cortland Sutton wasn't playing this game. He was actually inactive. So this offense should definitely look better once he returns, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think they actually really missed him today. They could have used him. They don't really have anyone else. I think Noah Fant benefited the most from that. But uh, yeah, having Cortland back should be big for this offense. So There's so many mouths to feed, though, fantasy-wise. Yeah, there's a lot, yeah. You um, never know which one. Yeah, that's why you got to get Drew Locke. He will feed them. Mm, where's his tattoo where is it <laughs> <laughs> I, apologize. I will be making this joke for the rest of the year oh God. Um, i can't believe he got that tattoo that's, that's horrible beautiful. such a poor decision dude i'm sorry <laughs> hey, zeke's not known for the best decisions the best decisions though that's true <laughs> yeah do uh, we want to say anything about the titans um about the titans Boskowski yeah. went over three on field goals and he missed an extra point but then he but made, he made the, the one that mattered, mattered. Ryan Tannehill so is looking, looking like uh, Ryan Tannehill of old. You know, Corey handoff. Davis was pretty big this game. Yeah, um, I really I wish that he was, was lighting up the first half for sure. Um, I, I don't know. What he he, fin- he finished the game with o- with over hundred. He had hundred and one yards on seven catches. Okay. That's pretty solid. Maybe the Corey Davis redemption arc. Maybe, maybe, maybe. we've been saying <laughs> it for the past three years. I, I, I don't want to say so. He got because... drafted three years ago. What was he redeeming himself for? <laughs> um, okay, fine, fine. Two years, but two like, years. yeah, I, I don't know. I don't trust Corey Davis. Yes, I, just I think, think AJ Brown. Like a, a tidbit is just like wow. Like, there's so many top like 15 wide receivers. The, the draft in the top 15 that just underwhelm yeah. so that when we see like these draft previews and these mock drafts like every year oh this wide receiver class is stacked it has judy uh cd uh henry ruggs justin jefferson t higgins all these guys like realistically most of them are not going to be good yeah and that's crazy to think right it so, is i mean all of them look pretty good this week which i thought was very impressive for no off season or like weird off season, no preseason. Yeah. Pretty much all the rookie wide receivers, like the big three at least, they all showed up to some degree. So that's promising to see, I guess. Yep, we'll have to see you next week. <laughs> yep, next week, week two cannot come fast enough. It starts off with a scintillating Thursday night matchup of the oh. Cincinnati Bengals versus the Cleveland Browns. Oh no! Battle oh no! Bottom for the for the AFC North seller or the, the, the Ohio Bowl, bro. It's the Ohio, Ohio Bowl. Oh my god, the toilet bowl, bro. <laughs> Man, you know, dude, I kind of wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals just like did destroy them, dude. I genuinely think Burrow is gonna yeah. light it up, dude. I think, he, uh, I think yeah. they're going to win. I think the Bengals are going to win. Dude, I mean, the Cleveland, they gave up, like, how many rushing touchdowns did they give up against the Ravens? 
I mean, again, it's the Ravens, but they give two to J.K. Dobbins. So, like, yeah. imagine what Joe is going to do, dude. Joe? <laughs> Joe's the Joe. next duel. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I just want, like, man, if OBJ... The league is better when OBJ is good. He's one of those players that can really, you know, make the league more fun to watch. But boy, oh boy. Does he need to improve? Does he need to improve? I have low expectations, and boy, was I right. I mean, this is just to show that, like, the three most important things for any team are the head coach, quarterback, and then your defensive coordinator, I guess. Um, I mean, those, if those, if any of those things are bad, I mean, you're having a tough time. And clearly in the Browns, that seems to be the main issue there. Yeah, I think those are the three pillars of consistency. As we kind of talked about with the like the the uh, Seahawks, they have Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, and you know they had a pretty good uh, defense back in twenty eleven those years. And I mean, it's not terrible, it's not super good, but yeah, those those are definitely the um, pillars you need to have a successful. Yeah, I think you need at least team. you need yeah you need at least two of those. I think to have a solid uh, yep. season. All right, that is going to do it for us. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, look forward to some NBA content coming out soon because the second round is done. Is going to be done tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so look out for that. Look out for some more football with week two coming up. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can check the link in Spotify. Uh, go on Redbubble and see how you can support. Uh, but other than that, we'll catch you on the next episode. See ya!